Hey guys, I'm super excited before you listen to the podcast to announce a new initiative on Twitter, uh, Gary VEE TV. Is that right, Jim? There it is. Gary VEE TV. Go follow it. Unlimited quality clips daily on Twitter. Uh, something I'm testing out that I think you guys are gonna love uh, and enjoy. If you uh, are looking for more content and more context and more information, go to Twitter. Uh, and check up and look up Gary VEE TV, my new account. Check me out. Hope you enjoy it. And hit me up on Twitter and let me know how you like it. Thanks, guys. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Started my life was kind of rough. I had an awful battle. The doctor set my parents down and said my life was fragile. Perspective is the game. And Gary V the name. Just put your head down, do the work, and everything will change. Sipping tea, help it feel. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Being patient, hell, the tricky. Yeah, hey. being honest. See what Gary V puts in positivity. What's good, everybody? Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Here on Friday, the 29th of May. I missed all of you. I hope uh, you missed it as much as I did. Um, it's good to be back on Tea with Gary Vee. Uh, Jen Hawson, thank you so much for being on. Scott, thank you for being on. Peter McDonald, please leave your comments right now. Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, where are you from? I like, I like getting a sense. Uh, Twitch in the building. James Michael Pulo, great to see you here. Thank you so much. Jorge Castillas, thank you so much. William Caden in the building. Garrett Glenn, uh, I'm trying to have my TikTok off the chain. Um, hope everybody's super, super, super well. Uh, Dustin, how are you? Excellent. Missed you. Missed you too, bro. <laughs> Missed you too. Um, and it's really, really, really good to be here. Awesome. It's really good to be here. Today's going to be a good show. Very good show. I already know it. <laughs> I agree. I think today will be a very, very good show. Let's start it off. Cool. Oh, we're starting it off hot. What's good, Boat? What's up, boss? How are you, Yachty? I'm, I'm living. I ain't been asleep yet. Is that a beautiful Bape shirt? Yeah, man. I had to, <clears throat> I had to stay up for you. Because uh, the album, huh? Nah, this was for you. If I went to sleep, I wouldn't have made it. I get that. But what about the album, bro? Oh, yeah, man. That that was midnight, man. That was It was amazing. It was. How's the I feedback, was... man? Great. I can't wait to sit down and listen to it tonight. Man, it was great. You love you getting some real love? Yeah, nah, yeah, I am. Genuinely, it's it's it's, it's dope. I love that. So, what's been going on? How you feeling? Good, bro. You know, I'm um, I recently bought a house, so I'm moving to a new house next Friday. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, what was the what was the biggest process with this uh with this new album? Like, what? How'd you think about the project? The hardest part was when I had had to um, strip songs. You know, I had got towards the end of the process and I had too many, got you it. know, and then just trying to figure out what to why, keep why, But why, why are there too many? Like, will the record labels, like, do they just, like, if you were like, nah, I really want all these on, or is that your own, ah, I just don't want to have that many on this? Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, I could do whatever I want to do, but... <laughs> in a sense, in a sense, I don't want to have a twenty-six long album, twenty-six song album. Why? Just don't. You mean like twenty-six? I just don't want to have a hour and twenty-minute album. I get that. I yeah, want an hour and twenty minutes of your voice. 
Well, I mean, your stories. You know, you got my number. You can call me anytime. <laughs> but what's uh, what's going on with your TikTok? It's going crazy. I just well, started a week you. ago. I just started a week ago. What have What have I been telling you? Yeah, TikTok is it. Listen, it's a huge opportunity for you. You have to, have to, have to make sure as much of the music on the album is going to be on there. Yeah. Like literally make a TikTok for like your favorite hook in ev- or, or verse it or, or bar in every, in every uh, song. You need to make a video around that clip. Yeah. 100%. For I'll talk sure. to you over the weekend. For yeah. sure. You got any questions before you go to sleep? Uh no, you're the man, obviously, and I, the whole world knows that. And man, just you know, keep doing you. I have nothing to say. What's the What's the name of the new album? I want to make sure everybody in the Vayner Nation who's watching right now. Little Boat Three, man, it's everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, title, uh, Google Play, Amazon, everything. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to it, bro. I love you. Thanks for saying up. I love wanted you, to give bro. you some love this morning. Take care. All right, everybody. That is Lil Yachty, one of the one of the funniest, most creative, like such a deep thinker for a young man. Real good kid, makes me smile every time I see him. So it's good to see him. That was a uh, it's a nice little uh, nice little start to this show. All right, let's get right into it. Let's keep it going. Hey Gary V. Hey Vivian, <laughs> how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm super well. Real quick, Viv, before we go into this. Yeah. A uh, couple things, everyone. Today is the Youngsters show. So we have a ton of youngsters on today's show, which I'm really excited about. Dustin, am I doing a good job with holding this up? Are you like feeling happy about that? Yeah, sounds great. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so it's a Youngsters show today. Uh, also, I'm going to be thanking random people on the show today for entering the, um, the, the All In Challenge. So just a really fun, loving show. We started off with Yachty. His new album's out, Lobo 3. Make sure you download that. Check it out. I guarantee you're going to love it. There's a couple of Easter eggs for the Vayner Nation in there. Um, on, a, on a separate note, hashtag Tea with Gary V. I want to make sure that everybody hits Twitter hard right now with this hashtag. I want to do more of this because I want more awareness for the show. We want to do more good vibes, more positivity. Hashtag tea with Gary V. Leave your favorite quotes or your favorite moments from each guest today and I'll go and share and retweet a bunch of you. So there is the hashtag. Viv, what's cooking? Where are you from? What's your story? Um, I'm 16 years old. I'm from Connecticut and I'm about to be a senior and pretty much my issue is there's so many things that I'm passionate about and that I love but I get, I'm an athlete, I'm into modeling, I sell bracelets, but I guess my question is, how do I make the right decision on what to focus on or what to pursue? When well, can, I, can I give you great news? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you pursue, whether it's all of them, which is absolutely feasible at this young of an age, up until, you know, you, for the next 16 years, you've only been alive for 16, and for the next 16 years, if you just pursue all three, that would be smart because you'd only be 32 and you'd have a sense of your skill and your love for those three things. But let me tell it to you in a better way. Here's some good news. You won't even know, you won't even know if one of them was the better decision because that's not how life works. Everyone's so crippled to make the right decision when you'll never know. There is no time machines. There is no preview machines. You just pick and go. You go with what you feel at the time. It's more yeah. about it's more about loving yourself and being confident in yourself. You just don't know. You don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just hard because I'm so used to having a plan. Like I'm so organized and I I like things laid out. You know, 
and I know where I want to be, but it's just like, which path do I take to get there? It's the, hard. I, I totally understand, but like, so lay it out. Go bring out your journal and say, I'm gonna model and retail an athlete for the next three years, then I'm gonna pick one and go hard for three years, then I'm gonna make a decision at 22 if I wanna change it up. People, I'm telling you, life is fluid, right? Mm -hmm. you, you, I bet you in your planned out process, you didn't have a, a pandemic keeping you in the house for six months, right? Like, you know, yeah. life, life, it's nice that you have things planned out, but you have to start the process of being prepared for when life takes turns. Yeah. It's just like, like, there, there, is, no, there is no wrong, there is no wrong choice, Viv. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's like, what, how do I, but the thing is, there's more than three things on my mind, you know? So, so do those fucking things. But how do I know which one's a hobby and which one is it? Which one's the one? You're not gonna know. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh. that's what you got to get comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Damn. Yeah, it's it's it, it is damn. It's good. It's actually good. Right now, it's damn. But if you keep working on this, you rewatch this video four thousand times. You play it in your own head. You figure it out for your own way. It's mm -hmm. actually amazing, because then there's no wrong answer. Yeah. Everyone's like, I want the answer. I'm like. No, because then there's wrong answers. How about not having wrong answers or answers and just living mm -hmm. and just aiming for happiness. And if you and if you pursue modeling for seven years and then at 23 you're like, nah, and then you want to sell coconuts, go. Yeah. yeah you need to, Viv, you need to make sure that you want the plan, not your parents, your teachers, society, your coaches. You know what I mean? They yeah. want plans because they... You know, that's what most people play defense, but mm -hmm. the, 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 the 30s and 40s and 50s and 60 year olds that try to make 16 year olds live life like they're 30, 40, 50, 60 are doing mm -hmm. a disservice. Yeah, I just, I wanna, I wanna be ahead of the game, you know? I, you are I, ahead of the game. If, Viv, if you're on fucking T with Gary Vee, you're ahead of the fucking game. <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm serious I, though. I've watched so many of these and I'm like, I, I could have never imagined myself being here. So, I don't know. Honestly, you are, listen, the way to be ahead of the game is to be focused on happiness, not perceived societal success on money or clout or, or whatever else is running through your head. You wanna yeah. actually be, let, let me teach you something you'll never forget. You wanna be ahead of the game? Aim for mm -hmm. fucking happiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy every day, like I, you know, I only do what makes me happy, but the thing is a lot of things make me happy and I'm happy with a lot of things. Me so. too, me too. So Basically, you're talking about me right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, you did not just compare yourself to me. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's crazy, but... um, Listen to me, stay in that zone. That's good. Don't let people talk you out of that and saying you gotta focus on something or you gotta be practical or you gotta get real or you've gotta mm -hmm. figure it out at a certain point because you're gonna be a senior. Like. It's yeah. crazy, you're a fucking child. I know 60 year olds that don't have a fucking idea about life. Yeah, I just, I just feel like, but I just wanna make the most of all my time, you know? The, let me promise you the best way to make use of your time, by not mm -hmm. dwelling about making the most use of your time, by not <laughs> overthinking, not, by not like debating, That's by hard. not, <laughs> like, you know, like that, the way to make most of your time is by doing shit. Yeah, so like I'm just a bad decision maker though. I'm not like not a bad decision maker, but I just I don't know how to choose between certain things and 
what I want fuck, for. Flip a fucking coin. Viv, I'm okay. serious. I'm serious. You like them all. You shouldn't be crippled by having lots of interests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll try, Gary. I'll do it for you. I'll do all right, it do it for, for me, Viv. All right, have a great day. I love you, man. I love you back. See ya. Bye. All right, let's keep this going. That was fun. How's hey, good? Gary. How are you? I'm doing well. What's been going on? Uh, not much. Um, just super excited to be here. Thanks for you know doing this. I'm happy to do it. Tell me about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, so I uh, am from LA, California. Uh, first generation. Um, just graduated from Harvard last year. Uh, I'm passionate about like real estate and cryptocurrency. Um, I work at a well. Hold on, hold on, Harvard, huh? You went subtle on that, man. That's a big get. Good for you. <laughs> You're a real fucking student out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just working hard, you know. School came very natural to you. Um, I yeah, I was able to catch things pretty well in school. Um, but I think a lot of it just comes down to you know hard work. Um, I don't think I was any more you know intelligent than anybody else in my classroom. I just noticed that uh, I paid attention when other people wanted to you know just goof around. Um, yeah, like I goofed, I, I goofed, I goofed around like fucking crazy. I actually I didn't goof around. I would have like bothered you if I sat next to you trying to sell you some shit. Like, Shut the fuck up, Gary. I'm trying to get to Harvard. That would have been, been us. So what kind what kind of kid were you? Like, like did you collect things? Did you were you just all about the books, sports, music? Like how did you work? Yeah. Um, well, so I grew up from like in like a low income family. So when I started, I was at like maybe, I don't know, four or five and uh and uh, my mom kind of gave me these little like plush toys to go and sell out to like the you know to my neighbors and stuff. So I wanted a Nintendo DS. <laughs> so I, I went out and I sold you know those things, sold like 200 of them, bought my DS. Um, and I kind of just kept that like work ethic going. Um, I, I for high school, yeah, I, I really did have to hit the books because I wanted to get into Harvard because uh, they have really good financial aid systems, and I didn't want to pay for any of my college. So luckily, I wasn't. I actually came out of college with savings. Um, so, yeah. The, Har the Harvard cosign and savings, that's just intense, bro. I'm really proud of you, that's epic. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any questions? You. Yeah, I do. So I'm uh, preparing for, basically I wanna start a company um, within maybe two or three years. Uh, I know I, I, I just graduated from college, so like I know- What's your, I need what's your social media handles? Uh, Jose uh, in the flesh. That's my Instagram. I, I don't really do TikTok, but I should. I should. Uh, I know I should do that based on what you were saying with the little boat. You, you should, if you want the awareness and the attention to deploy against your nonprofit ventures, your, you know, political ventures, your social ventures, your business ventures. Mm -hmm. Building audience allows you to have a voice. And yeah. today you might not care about anything but in 16 years you might, or today you might be like, well, I don't sell anything, yet you wanna raise money to build a playground in your neighborhood. Well, guess what? Having 400,000 followers on TikTok can do that. I think people yeah. underestimate what attention's value is. I speak in the context of you know, business so much, but there's so many reasons to you know, you know, build an audience because there's so much opportunity out there to you know, really do things. Yeah, yeah, that makes Go sense. Ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yes. So a question that I had is, I'm pretty sure for the initial year or two that like I start this company, um, it, it'll probably be burning profit for the you know a little while. So what is the best 
what is the most convincing kind of prototype uh, to minimize a risk for investors? Because I know like I invest my money. And so like whenever I see or like read a company's balance sheet or any of their financial statements, I want to, I want to see what the business is working like. So what is the most convincing the, the, the thing? The problem is when you're in idea phase, you're just throwing numbers on an Excel sheet to appease financial people. Yeah. It's some Harvard shit. Yeah. You know, like, like to me, you got to look at it one of two ways. One, listen, uh, I talk a lot about, you know, car colleges ROI if you go into debt being an issue. You on the yeah. flip side are the reverse poster child. You did it perfect in my opinion. To have a Harvard cosign and not have financial debt, Jesus. You like, to me, that's the, you're kind of like the bizarro, like the, all the things I tell kids of like, hey, if you're not good in school, start your business, don't take on debt, learn, work for free. You've played the other side of the coin perfectly. So you've got leverage. You can go, you can get meetings cold. By saying, mm -hmm. I went to Harvard, da, 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 da. here's my business, and you can get meetings and show a 16-page deck, and you know what the answer is. You don't even need me for that affirmation. You just got to show them a projection of 2024 profit. That blows me away that people fuck with shit like that because that's on some guessing shit, mm -hmm. but, you, but it works all day long. Or, or you go to somebody who's an entrepreneur and just believes in you as a kid and just wants to invest in you, and they're a little bit more loose, more intuitive. You know, you might be more analytical. I'm more emotional. I invest mm -hmm. in people based on intuition. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, Tumblr's balance sheet didn't look good, but I knew David Karp was a genius and Tumblr was gonna win, and it did. Yeah. Right, and sold for a billion dollars. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of ways to do it, Jose. Okay. Gotcha. So my initial round, so I, what I wanted to show basically as a prototype was maybe buy a simple duplex. Um, and for, for background, uh, the company that I want to start is kind of relating, you know, like real estate. And um, are you familiar with like smart contracts? Um, yes. So I, I kind of want to mesh those two ideas to give, you know, tenants more leverage and at the same time give uh, landlords more leverage. I got it. Um, if so you're, if you're saying you've saved up enough money, that you can go execute an example, it's game well, over. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I, well, I'm saving up money. Uh, like, that's partly why I'm working on at this business. Uh, yeah. But, okay, cool, so that, that was my, I just wanted bro, to- Bro, bro, seeing it one time is always better than reading about it 10 times. Yeah, If okay. you can show people the fucking truth, it's game over. Yeah. I invest in that kind of shit all day, because you're like, oh, proof of concept? Yeah, Hus hustler kid sold fucking stuffed animals. Got his ass <laughs> to Harvard from low income, no debt. Yeah, fucking, I'll go with this dude. Okay, and then the other question that I had was, um, I'm obviously very new to all of this, um, and you know, you hear horror stories, you know, at Harvard about, you know, who knows if Mark Zuckerberg actually stole Facebook or not. You never know. So, like, how do you protect your ideas um, you as you're going through rounding? Ideas, ideas are a commodity. Yeah. You just give yeah. out your idea, bro. Yeah. You just gave your idea. Yeah. Bro, you just gave your idea to 20,000 people just now. And in a week, <laughs> 400,000 are going to watch it. You just, right. you gave it. Okay. Like, that, that fucking, that fucking bullshit story about Zucks, that's just fucking horseshit. Like, you know, execution's the game. Yeah. Facebook was fucking MySpace. Like, yeah. MySpace was Friendster. Winklevoss is talking out here like they invented some shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. It's execution, bro. Execution. Okay. Gotcha. Bro, I really appreciate you. Uh, I know we have a lot of mix of people today. I really appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, uh, you. No, no, no. I, I just wanted to appreciate you for donating for the All In Challenge. You know, um, I, I think I think you bought some raffle tickets for my my thing, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that. It's like going to a good cause and people are getting fed, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I, I also like do stuff for like Omaze and different things. He's like, you know, you never know what you can win and, and it's helpful, you know? So Have you ever won some shit? No, not from Omaze. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, listen, it's pretty crazy though because you did win some shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I nobody has been very clear with me over the phone. I'm guessing that's what's happening, but I don't. You're, I'm, I'm not sure. You're, you're guessing right, Jose. You fucking won the Gary V All In Challenge. You are the winner of that's my awesome. year long fucking event. Awesome. Yeah, hey, I'm super happy. Um, yeah. I'm about to spend the next fucking year with you, motherfucker. <laughs> that's sick. Awesome. Congratulations, bro. Thank you so much for entering. Congratulations for winning. You are the winner of the Gary V experience. For everybody who's just joining, if you don't know, Jose, stay on here right now. Let's play the video to what was the All In Challenge win. I am giving away the ultimate Gary V experience. We'll go garage sailing and film, trash talk. Get a workout with me and Mike Vacanti. $25,000 shopping spree at Wine Library. Ultimate Jets experience. Guest of my podcast. I'm gonna fly you to three of my keynotes. The ultimate Gary V experience. Yeah, no. It... <laughs> you ready? I, I'm super excited. Like, I, Dustin, I, that wasn't even the whole thing. What just happened, Dustin? Uh, I don't know. I thought you wanted to keep it short. <laughs> what part of like show the whole thing did you not understand, Dustin, with your fucking turquoise? <laughs> right, fu you got a fucking turquoise fucking tank top and you're not playing the whole fucking thing? It's casual Friday. <laughs> I got casual Friday. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Actually, that's fine. Jose, we'll play it at the end. Jose, congratulations, bro. I'm looking forward to the Jets game. Uh, I don't, you know, you got $25,000 worth of wine coming your way. I don't know what you're gonna do with that. You might have to flip that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'm looking forward to the three times I see you with the keynotes next year, the yeah. time at, 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 at VaynerMedia. Well, uh, I mean, look, now you're really set. When you come and work at Vayner for the week, I'll line up seven to 12 investment meetings for you. We'll get your deck proper. It's a fucking wrap, bro. You fucking won. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, man. You got it, brother. Take care. See ya. I'll see you soon. You know the problem with with somebody so like calculated and fucking epic as uh as Jose, his reaction was like, "Thank you very much." Like, like we needed Dustin. I think we made a mistake. I think we need to pull from the drawing again. We need. I needed somebody to fucking cry. I needed snot coming out of their mouth. You know, like I needed like real shit. Like Jose was like, "I appreciate that." I will, ex I will execute on my winning. You know. I think I would probably react the same way though. I just feel like like in shock still, like not knowing how to react. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyway, all right. So. Hey, for everybody here, uh, thank you so much for entering the All-In Challenge. We raised over a half a million dollars, or around a half a million dollars on on my raffle alone. And then obviously, thank you for all of you. Uh, we raised $2.3 million on TikTok the other day. Let's keep getting into the youngster show. My vibes are high now. I'm feeling good. Let's get this going. Hello. Hey, how are you, my man? What's your name? I'm Yenefe. Yenefe, where are you from? Yenefe, um, I'm from New Jersey. What part? Um, Persephone. Very nice, close to where I grew up. Awesome to meet you. What's good? Yeah. So, um, um, I've I've I'm only like eleven years old, so I'm like really young, as you always say. Yeah. And so I've done like a lot of things. I've done um trading. I've I've had my own dropshipping businesses, and I've done I've done all those things. But what I really want to um become is an an actor. But I've I've I'm really like convinced that to become an actor, um, you gotta be like in like the one of those like big cities like um, 
from like Los Angeles or like Orlando, like those big places. But like I'm all the way here in New Jersey, and so and it's like really hard to move to all the way, all the way across the country, all the way there. So like, what's some advice that you can like help me with? That like, how can I become an actor without like going to what like those big, big, big places? So you're a youngster, so I don't know if you're gonna know all these names, but do you know who Bruce Willis is? Um, I don't think so. No. No worries. Joe Piscopo. I don't think so. No, Frank Vincent. I don't think so. No, right. So, look, the bottom line is there's unlimited actors from New Jersey. Do you know who Meryl Streep is? I don't think so. It's okay. It's okay if you know none of these. Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. You know that dude? Um, it's maybe. Okay if you I'm know. not sure. I'm not sure if I, I'm maybe. Good news. Don't worry. You don't need to. You're only 11. You don't know, you know, I, that makes sense to me. But do you know who Danny DeVito is or John Travolta? Um, yeah. Good. All of those people are from New Jersey. Hmm. You're 11. So, yeah. I mean, do you want to act when you're 22 or do you want to act now? I want to act now. Well, do you think your parents are going to let you go to New York and do auditions? Yeah, yeah. Well, good news. You don't need to go to fucking Orlando. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> Bro, we're in a good, we, we got this. You just gotta get your parents to drive you to New York and do auditions. Literally Google auditions in New York for acting, right? Yeah. And go try out. <coughs> and here's the good part. Even if you stink at it now, if you work at it for 11 years, which is how long you've been alive, at 22 you can go to LA and you can try out for the next 10 years. And then ready for this, because it doesn't feel like this at 11, if you do that for 10 years, you'll still be young at 32. You might get your acting break at 33, and since you have this entrepreneurial hustle that's already in you, you'll probably be able to maintain your lifestyle while you keep going out for acting. You'll be able to do side hustles to pay your rent and eat. And if this yeah, is really yeah. your dream, and this is really in your soul, then you just go. Yeah, yeah well, th well thanks, thanks, thank you. You're welcome, does that make sense to you? Um, yeah, I get it. Like do, do you like do you understand that being in Jersey is a great being in New Jersey is a lot better than being in a lot of places because your moments I mean you're Piscataway you're 35 40 minutes away from New York City the epicenter of the world. Yeah, well, thank you. You're welcome. New Jersey's better than Orlando for acting. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. You got it. Justin, is your uh, chat working? My, my pause. I love the chat. Um, seems to be working. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's... Keep going. Joe Piscopo. Yep, Joe Piscopo. That, that kid knew no, zero. This is what happens at 11. Yeah. You know, they don't know any of these people. That's what happens. Yeah, All right, let's move it. I don't blame him either. Let's keep it moving. Alex, what's hey. good? Hey, Gary. I'm so excited to finally talk to you. Thank you, brother. How are you? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Mexico, and I'm 17. Very nice. Real pleasure. What's good? Yeah, so basically, I'm really into business. Uh, like, my goal is to build a company, and, you know, my dream is to live in Silicon Valley. You know, uh, work 16 hours a day, coding, just, you know, working, then customer acquisition, then marketing. And right now, like I'm debating because I 
last year started doing Amazon FBA, you know, to like have experience and, you know, get some money. Yep. But it all kind of got stuck because of Corona. Yep. And like last December, I started um, TikTok. Thanks to you. I listened to one of your podcasts. And it was the first time I've heard it from you. So literally the first day I heard it, I downloaded the app. I made a video. It was about books I've, I've read and like what are the lessons. But it didn't work. And I started consuming more on the platform. <laughs> the making. And then making actually like content native to the platform. When you said it wasn't working, how many pieces did you post? Like 10. But... It didn't work because I posted in English and I didn't know TikTok was region locked. So basically, n n not a lot of people understood it. But now I changed it and now I'm at 1.7 million followers. All thanks to you. I'm glad. I'm glad I took your advice. So my question is this. How, first of all, I'm debating whether I should go, I mean, to college because I'm always into learning. I I know it helps you be a better person. And, of course. Learning, yeah, and, learning is amazing. How you pay for learning is what I want to debate. Yeah. yeah, and I know I've been really good at school, but it was not, I just realized it was because I'm really competitive, not because I particularly liked school. Now that I think about it, I didn't really like it. It's just that I wanted, you know, to get to better grades everybody. than my brother. Uh -huh. yeah. mm -hmm. And, you know, I like to study computer science, you know, biotech and nanotechnology. And I would like to talk to you about AI, you know, voice, influencer at scale and VR, but that will have to wait, I think. All of that stuff is coming, as you know, that's why you brought it up and you've obviously been listening. So I appreciate that. All of it's coming, yeah. all of it's coming. I would tell you learning how to develop on top of Alexa and Google Home in voice yeah. for, this young, for this young of an age is a huge opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. But so my question is, should I go to college or should I focus right now just on social? Because are, I really are, like business. Remind me how it would be in, in Mexico. Like, do you pay for college or no? Yes, but I would like to go to, to a college in the U.S. I mean, my dream is to go to Stanford. But listen, I listen, would like. Listen, uh -huh. if you can get to Stanford, and you, would you have to collect debt to go to Stanford? Yeah, I think so. Well, Maybe I can, you know, side hustle, you know, leverage my TikTok. For but, sure. For sure. Listen, yeah. Stanford is one of those few schools that I think still has the leverage with brand name and the caliber of people walking around on campus. I think it's definitely one that I, I'm not against that if you can get there, you know? Yeah, but that's the problem. See, like, I know I could get there, but I would like have to focus all my time on it. I wouldn't have time for anything else. You that know, I wouldn't sense. have time to learn those skills that I've learned on TikTok. That's what I also started, you know, communicating my ideas, uh, leading, you know, content producing, all of that. And also, I'm- It's, tr I'm, it's, it's yeah. hard for me to tell you if you should or you shouldn't. What I would tell you is, I kind of think you're gonna win either way, to be frank. Like if you ask me the truth of what I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking, well, this kid's gonna win um, anyway. So it's almost like, which one do you want more? You know, I really think about college because of the environment, actually, you know, like changing yeah. your environment so yeah. you can but you get can, connections. But, you, but you, can, you, can go to, you can go somewhere else without 
in college unless you're saying with immigration laws and things of that nature that college is the way you can get in. You know, if you want, you know, that that would make sense to me. You know? Okay. Like if, you know, I don't know if you're able to get into the US without college mm-hmm. and just go to San Francisco and hang out in coffee shops, that would be my recommendation. But mm-hmm. but if there is no way to do that, I'm just not educated enough on where you know, immigration laws are more importantly, if you have family in the US, things of that nature. But, you know, if your way in is college, then I think that's a worthwhile thought. Okay. And last thing is that, you know, how can I can I leverage like all the things I've learned on TikTok? You know, I've been posting a lot on LinkedIn. Yep. On how to build your social media, what I've learned. And I've also helped people which have contacted me on how to build their TikTok and you know charge, I didn't charge, charge them. I didn't charge them at I understand. that time. In the beginning but now, that's fine. Uh-huh. But now you but have now the leverage. Yeah, but I don't get that much like asking satisfaction. And, no, like you know how to monetize because on LinkedIn it's a whole different audience. I post on English which I cannot leverage my TikTok and I I know going for the ask is like detrimental. You, well, it's not always like, detrimental. On TikTok. Oh, it's not, it's not always detrimental. I would tell, you know, remember, jab, 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 right hook. Uh-huh. Give, 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 give. I'm not scared to ask people right now to sign up for Wine Text. Watch this, Alex. Sign up for Wine Text. Today's an insane $40 white wine that's gonna be $18 and change. Right there. I want every <laughs> single person to sign up for Wine Text. Dustin, everybody who signs up for Wine Text, make sure you throw them on the bottom screen right now if they just signed up. And don't lie. Lying is the devil. The karma will be horrible for you. So, you know, I think you can go in for the ask, Alex. If you make a TikTok right now saying, hey, I've been able to grow my TikTok. You know, I'm thinking about doing some consulting. If you're interested, message me on TikTok, all in Spanish, and there's people willing to pay you. I think that's fine. Yeah. You know, because the CPM on Mexico, it's lower and, you know, I getting know. brand deals, it's harder and things to Corona, it's even harder. So I was also thinking like, you know, producing content on English. I started new accounts, but it didn't work out because you know why it's too complicated why, to reach other regions and you, all of Isaiah. that you know uh, yeah. i think i think switching back and forth between english and spanish on your 1.7 is not a bad idea the english will do worse but over time it will build and then some content can be in spanglish i i always tell a lot of my spanish speaking friends make one account some of it's in spanish some of it's in english some of it's in spanglish i mean you might be the way people learn how to speak english that want to that speak Spanish. You, you know, there's a lot. I mean, there's unlimited mm. people that speak both languages. Um, and you have to be, uh, let's go, Wall Star, finally. Um, uh, and if, as long as you don't worry about the, the metrics and you're okay with your Spanish content getting, you know, 800,000 views or 80,000 views. It, it just froze. Who, oh, I froze? I can hear you. Can okay, you hear yeah. me? Yeah. You know, don't worry that the English content's not going to be doing as well. Thank you, extended family. Don't worry that the English content won't do as well. Yeah, I'm not worried about that, but I'm just worried that it won't like even reach other regions because of the region lock, and you know, it's really complicated. It, you don't control that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can't cry about shit that you don't control. Yeah. Period. So, do you think going for the ask that? Like it's better on TikTok rather than LinkedIn or stuff no, like that. Both. No. Both. Both. I'm sorry, Nicole. Both. Both. So, both. Okay. Both. Keep moving, Alex. You're gonna win. Don't, you know Thanks, you got Sam. this, bro. I feel real good about your vibes. Talk to you soon. Let's keep okay. moving it. Bye.
youngsters. Dustin, I'm not getting comments, uh, live comments, so please throw up a bunch during the episode because I live off that shit. Roger. Thank you. Hey, hi, Gary. Good. How are you, bro? Good. What's How are you? I'm not much. Well. So I was wondering if our parents don't approve of like social medias like TikTok and Instagram, how can we convince them that it can be a great thing? One more time, brother. If our parents don't approve of like social media, how can we convince them that it can be a great thing for like fun, meeting new friends? And if we have a business, we can promote our business. You know, convincing parents when you're a kid is super hard. Yeah. You know, I think one of the ways to do that is results. Like take that bowling ball pin and sell it for $40 on TikTok uh -huh. and, then, and then show them that. And all of a sudden they may take it more serious. You know, why, why do your parents demonize social? They think it's a good, it's a waste of time. They think, you know, oh, I think mostly they think it's a waste of time, but they let me have it. I kind of convinced them, but, and a lot of my friends, I know they want social media, but their parents won't let them. Look, parents normally parent with fear. So they're worried their kid's going to get in trouble, see something they don't want to, get influenced uh -huh. by somebody bad. The, the reality is it, that's, a for, that's a historic game. That's not T with Gary Vee is going to answer this question, meaning it's, it's crazy, Michael, how that is. Like that, that's been the story of time. Your parents tried to convince their parents that playing video games or listening to rock albums was a good idea. Uh -huh. and, their, and your grandparents were trying to convince your great-grandparents that listening to Elvis and the Beatles was a good... Like, it's all the same shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the reality is, is that all you can do is try to find the balance of, uh, you know, really, really... <laughs> Thank you, Dustin, for putting up Anthony Conti. Hey, Conti, when you can explain to me what bullshit I'm selling, we can have that talk. Um, you, know, uh, you know, I really think that you just have to balance the 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 family dynamic with trying to do a little bit of your own when they're quote unquote not watching. And, and, and number two, try to show a positive result from it so that it quote unquote changes your parents' mind. But, but half the parents in the world never change their mind and are so selfish about how they see the world they don't become selfless enough to help their children fulfill the way they see the world. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I love that. Do you do you watch my content? Yeah, I do. You like it? Yeah, you're showing up on TikTok a lot more now. Trying, bro. Hustling out here. Um, what 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 part of the content most resonates for you, Michael? Uh, I try to make like funny content. I like that. Are you are you part of the us crush gang? Crush yeah, gang? I love that. <laughs> That's good, bro. Bro, just keep going. I think parents is always a tricky game, but always remember, eventually. You're moving out of the house and you gotta live for your happiness without being disrespectful to parents. That's what I would tell your buddies. You know? Yeah. They you know, they they're eventually they're not gonna live there and they're gonna have to live the next eighty years of their life on their own and they have to find a balance of doing what they want while respecting and and being it's hard for a fifteen, thirteen, twelve year old to be empathetic to their parents, but parents are always doing that shit because they're scared. Yeah. So try okay. to un try to unscare them. Okay. Cool. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Of course, Michael. Dustin, get that guy who called me a bullshit artist on the show. <laughs> we can have a real conversation. I'd like to. I'd like him to articulate in detail my bullshit. That would be interesting. 
yeah, I, I, I've had so many of those conversations in my life. Like people come into my office. I've done a lot of weird stuff like that. And just the shit that people make up. They're like, you're selling, like, I'm, what am I selling? <laughs> tough, tough to sell something when it's zero dollars and zero cents. <laughs> you're giving people too much hope. Literally, this is what one guy told me, Dustin. Gary, you're, you're a fucking bullshit artist because you're giving people fucking false hope. I'm like, bro, don't take your cynicism on the world and fucking deploy, I'm just keeping it real. I'm like, you're keeping it real fucking sad and dark. Keeping it real, fuck you. There's unlimited opportunity, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's keep it going. You're on mute, Cosman. <laughs> Cosman, you're on mute. Hi, how are you? Sorry. Sorry oh, well, what's your name? I'm Cosmin. Cosmin, where are you from? I'm from Italy. I think you remember you did uh, another I live. Do. I do. I remember. What's good? I'm just I'm doing it for them, Cosmin. Ah, okay. What, okay. what uh, what's cooking? What can I answer for you? So my question comes from um, an interview you did with uh, Drawy Jaza, if you remember, about artists, and you said uh, there should be a balance of both uh, selling your work, like your own work, and um, working for others but how do you get to a place where you only have to sell your work so you don't work on fiber and stuff like that how do you get to a place where what brother where you can only sell your work like you don't well, listen, have to work on I mean, fiber. i mean there's a lot of people who never get there it's called talent and hard work you know what i mean yeah i get it and uh, Dustin, put on Anthony. Um, Cosman, you've got you've to uh, put in hard work and you've got to um, you know, get to a place with uh, um, you know, get to a place where you work hard and there's a demand for your, your, uh, your stuff. So it's like a more of a brand, brand thing than uh, like the talent, like it's more of building your own brand than. Of course. Of course. You know, simple as that. Yeah, I know. You can. I. I see it, Dustin. I, I see. I see the anger, the negativity. You can get him in here. You don't need to flash it anymore, Dustin. Yeah, cause you know, it's really, it's really, it's really just hard work and brand building, and you know, then it comes to you. Mm-hmm. Got it? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about uh, like, I'm not yet on TikTok, but maybe start posting there and like every, showing every, the glasses. Of course, you know the answers. I'm putting it out every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Keep pushing, Cos. Talk to you soon, Thank bro. You. you got it. Kenzie, Hi. how are you? How are you? Good. How are you? Um, it's such a pleasure. I'm from Michigan, and I've been golfing for like 11 years now. Wow. And my goal was originally to make varsity for my high school freshman year, which I did that this year. Congratulations. Thank you. But now I want to like take it further and play for like a D1 college, which I know you're not like the biggest fan of college. But not, Listen, Kenzie, real quick, and I'll use this opportunity. I'm a huge fan of college for people that don't go into massive debt and then in four years 
have a diploma that doesn't give them leverage in the new workforce. And then, you know, I get hundreds of thousands of emails and DMs and you know, messages from kids that are in really bad shape because they were sold a dream that doesn't have a reality. If you go to a right. D1 school and get a scholarship, I'm all about that life. Right, yeah, that's the goal, that's the dream. So um, what I'm really wondering is, I know I'm not there yet, like skill level, and I'm working to get there along with like my grades, but I was wondering if you had any like suggestions for my next step or like how to get noticed in the future. I mean, I think you put out content. Right. right, like, like I know, you know, because I'm in Vayner Sports, tons of kids are going to D1 football colleges from small towns that would have never been discovered, because they're putting up their highlights on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. You should put out your golf highlights everywhere. Right. You know, there's gonna be a D1, you know, you know, coach that's gonna see it and be like, "Yo, go check on that Kenzie girl in Michigan." Right. Yeah. That's how. That's a good idea. No different than Cosmo. The last, the last call. It's all about getting awareness. Right. So for doing that, would you suggest like making like its own account, like just for golf or just you, putting you it could, for you, normal? You, I like normal, but you may not want to do that with your social life. And I would understand that. Right. You know? Yeah. Just because like with school, I know I shouldn't really care, but it is hard sometimes. A lot of people will hate because I do golf and they'll say it's like not a sport. Yeah. I mean, but. Honestly, like you, I'd prefer you, now you make me want to tell you to put it into your regular account because the quicker you get over the hump of giving a fuck when the cute guy says it's not a sport and you're sad, the quicker you, like the girl you want to be friends with, like, you know what I mean? Like the quicker you get over that hump, the happier your whole life will be. Right, for sure. For real. Yeah. For real, Ken's. Yeah, I do put, I have like a highlight on my Instagram with all my golf stuff. No, but you, but you need to put out a lot of content. Maybe use Twitter for that. Right. Are you active on Twitter? I'm not. I don't have Good. Twitter. Perfect. Yeah. So get a Twitter and go ham on there because that's where a lot of a lot of coaches um, recruit from that platform. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank Good you luck. so much. Yeah, it was awesome talking to you. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a good one. You too, Ken. Kai, what's good? Hey, Gary. Yo, I'm so grateful to be here. It's good How to you have doing? you, bro. I'm doing too well. What's cooking? What's your question? That's good. So basically, my name's Kai. I'm 15 years old and I'm um, from South Africa. And um, I've had quite a unique upbringing. Uh, at around the age of eight, my parents decided to uh, sell, their, sell their cars, rent out the house, and go on a sort of like spiritual journey traveling around the world for a couple of years. And... Um, this really sparked a huge interest for me in uh, entrepreneurship because I would visit so many, you know, villages and different cultures in so many countries. And I would always notice, you know, how different everything was wherever you go and how the culture of selling and buying and negotiating is, you know, completely, completely varies wherever you are. And I mean, from the youngest age, like, you know, in India, for example, I would I would go to the beach at eight years old and I would, you know, volunteer at these restaurants. I would learn how to do magic, magic tricks and I would do it on the beach at tourists, get as many tips as I can, save it all. You know, every, when I was in Bali, I would get my hands on anything I could at the cheap markets and then go to the more upper class ones and sell it there. And um, yeah, so I mean, when I got back to South Africa for high school, 
you know, I've my time and my I kind of you know I've been focusing more on that. And um, I actually, yeah, I, I competed in my country. It's called the Alan Gray Entrepreneurship Challenge. So in 2018, I came in the top 20 in South Africa in a six-week competition. And then the next year, I actually managed to get the top three. So wow. I won, yeah, I uh, won, uh, it was an international trip to, to Marina Bay in Singapore uh, for a tech conference. It was going to happen this year. Unfortunately, it got postponed. But I mean, yeah, the, it was really cool. So, I mean, I've, I've, my whole life, I've been absolutely obsessed with everything to do with it. And I really, really love you. And I mean, about five, six months ago, I started really pushing on TikTok. Um, you know, I've built, I mean, and I know it's not a lot, but from, I built about 140,000 followers on this. So it's, and it's all because of you. So I want to really, I'm very grateful about that. All because of you. Yeah. You executed. I've told a lot uh, of people yeah. to do it. You executed. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So, I mean, what can I so my you? ultimate question, um, would be, you know, how do I take this, you know, huge passion that I have for business and combine that with an online presence? By communicating. You, you, I don't think you realize you've already, you're, bro. You're 15, you said? Yeah. Bro, you already have a real audience on TikTok. Just keep making. Okay. You've okay. already done it. The thing, your yeah. ultimate question that you had for me, you've already executed. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I'm, I understand. I'm, you see where I'm going? Like, you know, yeah. you're at 140 now. When you're, when you're old as fuck like me, I'm young, by the way. When you're 44, yeah. that number's going to be enormous. Bro, yeah, you're gonna live, listen to me. You're going to live two more full lives from the day you were born to right now. You're going to do that yeah. two more times and you'll be my age. Think about how much yeah. time you have. Yeah, okay, I understand. Because I mean, like what I was also thinking to ask you is because like right now I'm in high school, you know, and like there's a lot of stress, like a lot of family, you know, pushing on. But like I'm not particularly enjoying it that much. Like I do put a lot of effort into it. But Who, who's you know, pushing you? Your like, parents, like all my grand, yeah. Well, tell your grandparents your fucking parents flew around the fucking I, world on a yeah. whim. How the fuck were you supposed to give a fuck about school? Tell your grandparents yeah. to talk to their fucking kids. They fucking parents, flew you around yeah. the fucking world. At fucking, what the fuck were you, you were fucking on the beach in India when you were eight. How the fuck do you, you know, come on. <laughs> I mean, uh, my, grand, my whole family is actually also from, they are uh, Jews from the Soviet Union. So they, a lot of them are like very, you know, you know uh, how it is. But um, Of course I do. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I guess my other question would be, you know, considering my personal situation, what do you think is the most promising industry to go into, you know, in the next three to five um, years? Like, wh what should I pursue? Social, cannabis, cryptocurrency, you know, a blockchain, um, voice, bro, a million things. Bro, you okay. have all the right mindset. You have all the right ingredients. You're fucking set. Don't beat yourself up. Stay patient. Be nice and kind. Don't there's my friend listen to me there's two ways to build the biggest building kai one just build the biggest building two tear down everybody else's building be the first yeah. one don't worry about other people's success it doesn't come from you stay patient stay humble work you've got all the fucking ingredients you're well on your way thank you so much man means a whole lot talk to you i'd love to keep in contact with you soon man we, i'd Very love that time. all right let's get some more in here Gary, what's up? What's good, Rachel? <laughs> oh man, this is cool. Um, so a quick little story. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Love it. 19 years old. Uh, I'm gonna be starting college this fall. Congrats. And um, essentially a YouTuber, and I've built up a small audience of almost 7,000 on there. Fantastic. But 
my thing that I struggle with is there are times where I'm like super consistent with my content posting every week. And there are times where I go like two weeks without posting. And it's because Perfect. every time, yeah, <laughs> every time I put my focus into a video, I want it to be as you know good as possible. So my question is essentially, how do I like overcome perfectionism? By forcing yourself to do things that are uncomfortable. So what I mean by that is the next time you see a video and you're like, no, I gotta keep working on this, remember this moment and just post it. Because one of those videos is gonna do better than all the other ones that you perfected and then that will teach you the fucking lesson. You're right, you're right. But there are even like times like where I'm in that mindset, right? And then it, it, it just, I post the video and then it's like, oh man, it could have been better or you know, maybe I should have waited a little more and worked on this, that, that. That's because you're beating yourself up. Perfection is hiding insecurity. That's true. You're you know, right. I mean, yeah. You you just have to practice. It's like working out. It's like eating. Like Gary, how do I eat better so I get healthier? Eat better. Well, yeah. how? Fight your head and get into a place where you just do. Yeah. The fact, that you're, the fact that you're even asking the question means that you're, the subconscious of it has become conscious and now you have a real shot. Yeah, yeah, no, I have, you know, people constantly asking me upload more, upload more. And it's like, I want to. And whenever I, I don't, I feel like I disappoint the people, you know? Listen, you need to worry about yourself, go into your own place, but you need to love yourself. You're right. You know, I'm just telling you, like, if people are asking you to upload more, pe- you know, people enjoy it. But more importantly, you need to enjoy the process, not the subscribers or the views. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I love the process. Like, I well, I then, wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, then great. So then put out more shit. All right. I will. I believe you. I will. I'm just going to do it. Thank you. I Good appreciate luck. coming on of here. Of course, Rachel. Thank you. Of course, right. there's Rachel's nice YouTube. You, Gary. Of course. Take care. Rachel's YouTube right Thank there you. for everybody. Let's keep it moving. Let's sneak a couple more kids in. Fun show. Yo, Gary. What's good, Noah? <clears throat> What's good? Uh, so, it's a little story. I what? am a 15 year old from like the smallest town in Ohio. I like, love it. It's like the small, it's very southern, <laughs> right across from West Virginia. So, yeah, and I want to be a YouTuber. Okay. So, like, because I, like, I've been posting on TikTok, but like, it's just not going anywhere with TikTok. So, is that like bad? But, no, it's not bad, but good news, Noah. YouTube's even harder to grow than TikTok. Yeah, I know. But um, so I guess how many my question, how many how many posts on TikTok? I have like thirty right now. Okay, I keep think. going. Um, so I guess my question is, uh, is it okay to target like two audiences at once? One hundred percent. I was gonna do like yes. gaming and vlogs, so I can do that. Yes. All right. One hundred percent. All right, because I see like other things, like you should only go after one audience. No. But like, I didn't know. No, people say that because they want you to win the short-term game. You may get more subscribers and views if you tar- target one, but you're fucking 15, and you need to figure out who you are and what you like. And I'd rather you learn that and have half as many followers and subscribers, and you mm-hmm. still might have more subscribers. People, are, people play checkers. I'm trying to play chess out here with you, Noah. You're 15. We're just starting. 
Yeah. I want you to do an entire account just on your fucking dimples. It's your biggest strength. <laughs> I got them too, bro. I know <laughs> what they do. Says. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, I... just like just do a whole. Make all your TikTok about your fucking dimples. Take make ten fucking TikToks about your dimples. All right, I will. I'm serious. All right. And when all your buddies are like, "That's corny," tell them to co- fucking come to me. I'm gonna punch them in their fucking face. All right, I will. Good, bro. I'll come show them the stream. All but, right, bro. Talk, uh, okay. Other than that, do you just have any advice for like a starting YouTuber? Yeah, to just fucking make and not look at numbers. Numbers will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Same with TikTok. Bro, I want you to make much more TikTok. Just do random different shit and look at trending topics and hashtags and try to make your version of that. All right. Got it? Yeah, perfect. I want you to lean into TikTok. It's, it's much more free awareness than YouTube. All right. All right. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I was listening to. I always listen to you here saying Thank you, bro. Yep, thank you, Gary. Talk to you soon. See ya. Let's keep this going. Let's sneak another one in. Hi, Gary. Hi, Brianna. Uh, I just want to start with I'm really excited to be here. It's like an awesome opportunity. So I just want to thank you for that first. You're welcome. Um, So 17, I'm from Long Island, New York. Um, So just a little background before I go into my question. So I have a passion. I've developed over the course of my life, um, many passions, I mean, sorry, but two specific ones being film and sports. And I've always dreamed of possibly going into either industry, whether it be a film editor or in sports, a GM or financial advisor, a sports writer, anything like that. But I never allowed myself to go after any of those dreams because I've always worried about job and financial security from a really young age. Um, so uh, I was always worried, like, if I followed these passions, like, I would risk like this dream lifestyle I have, which is like, you know, comfortable lifestyle, you know, making enough money to uh, be comfortable. So especially with being a girl in the sports industry, I felt like, you know, it'd be just too hard uh, to get a good job and good money. So instead, like I really focused on school and discovering jobs that, you know, where I would uh, be have, you know, a secure job and make good money. But um, this past summer, I took a sports statistics course. And although I wasn't really a huge fan of the course itself, through various field trips to like, you know, sports places and stuff like that. I figured out I really do want to go into this industry as like a manager, a writer, anything I can. So I feel like I can't follow that dream because I still have those old fears of job and um, Makes uh, sense. financial security, you know? So my question did is, your, did, do your I bother? Pa- did your parents instill that? Like be safe, have a roof over your head or was that just in your natural DNA? I think it's more natural because my parents are really supportive of anything I really want to do. Yeah, my mom has always been like, you know, follow your dreams sort of thing. So, um, listen to me. Wouldn't it be like if I said to you, hey, imagine living with your best friends all the time? Is that, that's good? That's like fun? Yeah. yeah. Good. So, let me, let me explain this to you. If you follow your dreams, you'll have to live with like three of your best girlfriends or boyfriend, whoever, like your friends in one house and eat like ramen and like fucking live that life. Uh, That's more fun. It's more fun to try to be on MSG and be or or to be a general manager or something. It's like more fun. It makes you happier. Like you can worry about a fucking roof over your head and a white picket fence and a fucking nice car when you're 37. Mm-hmm. You're fucking 17. Like the next seven years, you can go follow your dream. This is the time to actually be risky, not be safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Does that, I just does, does yeah. that make lo- like that's lot like you're being logical, which I love. Mm-hmm. So be logical. In your 20s is when you can take risk. In your okay. tw- like 
to me, it's more, like, I think it's more fun to try to be on SNY and live in like Queens with four of your friends in a shitty spot and going out at night and having fun and following all your dreams than it is for you to have some secure job and take a 40 minute train ride into the city from fucking Long Island on some fucking townhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right 100%. It's just, you know, I've always had these fears. I guess they're all also holding me back in a way. Um, in a way, I mean, they're completely fucking holding you back from being happy. <laughs> Yeah. What what are you scared of? Let's talk about it. Like what are you scared of? You're scared of like living in a shitty place? Like like I don't I don't I don't get it. I mean, yeah, I mean I was fortunate enough to you know, I'm living in Long Island and I'm in a great town too. So I'm like I'm, I'm used to this lifestyle, you know, and I don't that's not something I wanna lose either because I feel like I got so comfortable. I don't think life. you I don't think you realize how little you want that lifestyle. You haven't tasted the alternative. When you live in a yeah. shithole with your buddies when you're in your 20s, but you're living your best life because you're going after your fucking dream, that's gonna taste a lot better than a big room and a nice fucking yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I'm also just not sure, like as a girl especially, just how to even get into this industry. What are you talking you know, about? Like- there's, no, there's more, there's like half of the sportscasters have, like there's so many women in sports. I mean like manage, not- managerial positions though, like don't you think like, I don't know. Ma- managing a team? Yeah, or something like that, you know. Yes, that, that's so. that. That's less. There's coaches starting to emerge. You know, there's NFL coaches. Yeah, yeah. We're starting to see it, yeah. and by the time you're 34, when you, it'd be realistic, there's probably going to be a lot more. It's mm-hmm. not 1965 anymore. There's unlimited women in sport. True. Yeah. Plus, once you're going for management, you might realize you want to be a scout, and there's unlimited women in scouts. You might realize mm-hmm. you want to be a journalist for it. There's unlimited. You might decide you want to start a social media company to represent athletes. You might want to compete with Vayner Sports. You don't know yet. Yeah. But don't take okay. some bullshit job because you want a fucking bush outside your house. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're not as accustomed to your cush as you think. Mm. Okay. I mean that. You're not. Okay. You have to get comfortable with fear. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's more fun. Okay. It's more fun. It will You will like it more. And by the way, my prescription for you is to actually live in a shitty situation. I want you to live in the hood in Queens. Like, I, I'm serious. Okay. Because <laughs> then you'll know you can. Mm-hmm. You have to make yourself uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Good. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. You're thank welcome you. so much, Brianna. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the show. Big wine text today. Uh, thank you for all the kids. How many kids do we have in the queue, Dust? Two. All right. We'll, we'll sneak them in next week. Um, thank you. It's good to be back on the tea show. Uh, let's, uh, let's leave some hashtag tea with Gary V. Thoughts on today's show, please, on Twitter so I can watch in my next boring meeting. Uh, it's not boring, but it's operational. Uh, and I love you guys. I love the youngsters. I love the hate in today's episode as well. And big shout out to Boat. Lil Yachty's new album has dropped. Um, please check it out. And honestly, if you need some white wine, today's is a banger, a banger. We'll see you next time on Tea with Gary V. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave 
reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review is Rise and Grind by Skills 14 Gary, love the energy. The content hits home daily. I too find myself stuck at times and just when I feel sorry for myself, you deliver a swift kick. Your energy cannot be duplicated. Keep up the hustle. Thanks to Skills 14 Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.